Hey y'all, welcome to Confident Health, your guide to finding your true total body health. I'm your host, Allie, a certified fitness and nutrition coach driven to help you discover the real you and to love her even more. Each week, we'll discuss topics on fitness, nutrition, body confidence, overall general health, self-love, and just living life. I'm so excited you're here. So let's go find your confident health. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Confident Health. Today I want to talk about goals and I want to dive into why we should be setting them, how we should set realistic and motivating goals, and then the process of reevaluating them once we reach them or maybe if we don't reach them. So let's dive in. First of all, we all know the main reasons why setting goals are so important. It gives you something to work towards, it gives you purpose, motivation, and it gives you something to build progress on. We all have goals of one way, shape, or form. So it's just a matter of setting appropriate goals, realistic goals, and making sure that they're achievable. I have included in the show notes a guidebook to help you in setting the goals and the process that I use specifically. I'm going to go through some of the steps and processes involved with this goal setting guidebook. So if you get a chance, download it real quick and you can kind of go through it with me as we talk about it. If not, you can download it at the end. So the best way to start figuring out what your goals are and what you should be working towards is to sit down, take some time and think and dream of what you want your life to be like. Because realistically, that's what our goals are based off of. They're based off of what we want our future self to be like and how how we want life to look like. So if we're setting up goals that work towards those end goals of what we dream life to be like, those are the kind of goals that are going to be motivating. We're going to see that do by doing the steps and the actions to achieve these goals, we are going to be creating that life that we want, whether it be goals related to health, goals related to finances, careers, whatever it may be, these processes all tie into all of those. They can be used and applied in all sorts of different ways. So we're not just talking about health and fitness goals here. We are talking about life goals and having goals in all different aspects of life is so important and key in achieving that ultimate lifestyle that you wish to achieve. So first of all, sitting down, writing out, thinking about what you want your life to look like, just put it all out there, write it down, do what I like to call a brain dump. You just sit there and you picture what life would be like. You can get into detail of like day to day, this is what I want to do, or I want to have the ability to do these things, whatever it may be, write it all out. Then after you have all these ideas of what you want life to look like, sort it out into different categories. So like if you want to be able to have financial freedom, or you want to be able to travel more, you know, break out that individual piece into different goals, you know, sorting them under whether it's a health wellness aspect, whether it's a finance aspect or a career aspect, kind of breaking down where you want to be in those. Okay. Having them sorted will help you in knowing how to break out and get more specific in your actual goals. So once you have them all sorted out, then that's when you're going to start taking each individual piece and breaking it down into those specific goals. 
We've all heard about the acronym SMART goals, and it's very important to look at them and make sure that they are SMART goals. You know, make sure they're specific, get clear about what you want your goal to be, who it involves, where, what, when, how, why. You know, don't just say, I want to lose weight. Your goal needs to be specific in as I want to lose 20 pounds, or, you know, if it's a different health related, you know, I want to reduce my cholesterol or become non-type 2 diabetic, you know, whatever it needs to be. It needs to be very specific, something clear instead of super vague, like lose weight. Okay. Then the next thing, it needs to be measurable. So again, back to losing weight, you need to set a number to that where it is clear as into how much, how are you going to track it? This is the measurable part is where you track your progress. Okay. So if you want to save $1,000. You know, you can't just say save money. You have to specify an amount so that you can measure your progress by. Okay. Then it needs to be attainable. You know, maybe you want to lose, be a certain weight, not necessarily lose, but you know, that goal weight of like your high school weight, whatever it may be, you know, maybe that's not something you can attain in your current body where you are now. We are not who we were when we were 16 or 18 years old. We are grown women now, okay? Our bodies are not meant to be that size or that weight necessarily. We carry things differently. Our bodies are shaped differently. So we need to make sure that our goals are something attainable. Or maybe you're setting some crazy financial goal and you want to achieve it in a short amount of time. Make sure that it is something that you can achieve. Make it still so that it's challenging but something that is achievable. Then something realistic, again, kind of ties into what that attainable is. Don't set something so far-fetched that it's going to be like, there's no way I can do this. Make it something that you know you can achieve, but make sure that it's just outside your comfort zone a little bit so that it's not too easy, okay? And then setting a time frame to it. When do you want to achieve this goal? What Time frame are you giving yourself and allowing yourself to work on it? Don't put it too far out there that you procrastinate on it for so long, but make sure that the time frame is realistic, it's attainable, it's specific. You know, they all kind of tie in together. So make sure that when you break down each individual goal, that you are making sure that they fit into that kind of mold guidelines. You know, make sure that they are specific, they are measurable. There's time restraints on them, they're realistic, and there's something that you can achieve. Make sure you're still pushing yourself, but make sure that you can achieve them. Then take each individual goal and break down why do you want to achieve this goal? What makes reaching that goal so important to you? This is where the motivation really comes in. When your why is strong enough, you will do whatever it takes. So if it's health-related, maybe you want to be there for your kids later down the road, or If it's financial related, maybe you want to be able to give to other people or you want to be able to support your family better, you know, get out of a poor financial situation. Make sure that the why is deep enough. I always suggest to ask yourself why at least five times. So you set something, okay, I want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? Give a reason. It's probably still going to be a little vague. Then dive another, say, why to yourself again, dive a little deeper. Now go layer and layer until it gets to something that hits you in your heartstrings. And that is where your real motivation to achieve the goal is going to come from. Once you get that goal lined out, the reason why you want to achieve it, this is when you can break down 
and figure out, okay, what steps do I need to take to achieve this goal? Do I need to work a little bit extra hours to earn a little bit more money? Do I need to sell some things to earn that money? You know, do I need to hire a coach or a trainer to help me lose the weight? Do I need to talk to my doctor about, you know, what kind of options I have for reducing cholesterol? You know, what do you need to do? And put actionable steps to achieving that goal. Things that you can do every day, every week, every month until you achieve that goal. Having the action plan will ensure you know how to do it, give you the steps and processes to achieve it, and stick to it long term. That is where the real nitty gritty comes down to is what exactly are you going to do to achieve that goal? If you can't tell yourself what you need to do, Who can you talk to to help you achieve those goals? Make sure that you have an action plan to achieve them. Next, I want you to take that goal, look at the action plan, look at your reasons why, and then think of what scenarios might come up that will keep me from doing these action steps. Let's get specific to the weight loss health ones, okay? So you say your action steps are, I'm going to cut soda from my diet. I'm going to eat more vegetables. I'm going to get up and work out every morning at 5 a.m. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to hit all these steps. Okay. So maybe the first roadblock is those days and afternoons where you're super tired and you really just want that sugary soda drink to caffeinate you and get you through the day. Okay. So what are, what, that would be your roadblock. So what are you going to do to keep yourself from having that issue? You know, are you going to look and make sure that you have options of healthier green teas for your energy instead of the sugary sodas? What are you going to do to keep that roadblock from coming? Maybe it's the 5 a.m. workouts. What happens if you oversleep your alarm? All right, well, then you're going to have a backup plan of I'm going to do this smaller workout in the evening at home, or I'm going to at that point decide I'm going to take the kids for a walk or a bike ride or something. So I'm still getting active, but it may not be that workout that I originally planned. Okay. When you address all those roadblocks, in your action plans, that will help better set you up for success because you'll already know how to handle those issues when they arise. Lastly, you've been working on all of these goals, you know, making progress, maybe not making progress. Maybe you've achieved them. Maybe you're close. How often should you reevaluate these? How often should you change them? Kind of set comes into play with the timeliness of them. So let's say you set a goal for one month from now. Obviously in one month, you're going to reevaluate that. Did I hit that goal? Did I miss that goal? You know, what things could I've done differently? If you sit down and you evaluate your progress, you evaluate how hard you work towards it, that will kind of help tell you, okay, what do I need to do better this next time to make sure that I achieve it? Or if you overachieved it, okay, how can I make my goal a little bit more of a stretch where I'm achieving more and still making more progress. If you have really big, big goals, especially regarding your health, your finances, things like that, set those really big, ginormous goals, being debt-free, having large savings, owning home free and clear, whatever it may be, those are big goals. Then break them down into smaller, bite-sized goals. That support as you keep achieving those individual smaller goals, you are making progress towards that bigger goal, okay? So don't feel like you have to have these giant, giant goals that you're constantly working towards. Make sure that you have smaller goals 
also where you are making progress towards those bigger goals. You know, there's that saying where, how do you go about eating an elephant? Well, one bite at a time. Okay. So you're taking one step at a time. You're taking one goal at a time, making progress towards those bigger goals that give you that lifestyle that you want. I know I've mentioned it previously in episodes, you know, start small, make those habits achievable, make them habits, and then you can build off of them. I personally like to reevaluate my goals every quarter so that I'm working towards something every three months. Some of them I look at and check my progress every month in that three-month time. And if I'm not looking like I'm on track for reaching that goal, I reevaluate and see, okay, can I push a little bit harder this month to achieve that in the three-month plan? Or do I need to adjust that three-month goal? I also look at it as a whole year. So I start off with the whole year and then I break it down into quarters, okay? Then I break it down into months. You can do that with all of your goals. Like if you set out huge 2021 goals, here we are, end of the first quarter is done. We're almost to the end of the fourth month. Actually, I think as this episode comes out, we will be starting May. So it's possible that, you know, you need to reevaluate those goals that you maybe had for reaching in July. Now would be a good time to start looking at those. You know, make sure that you're evaluating them. Make sure that you are looking at your progress and making sure that you're making appropriate progress. If you're not making a progress, you know, maybe you need to dive deeper into why you're trying to achieve this goal. So you spark that motivation. Maybe you need to change your action plan, make your steps a little bit easier. You know, what's something that you can do five minutes a day, like take five minutes in your day to work towards achieving this goal, whatever it may be, you know, take smaller bite-sized steps, things that you know you can do consistently to reach those goals. And if you're reason behind the goal, everything like that, that motivation will be there. You're going to have that why that will make you do it. Even when you're not super excited to do it, but you know you need to do it because it's that important to you. It's that important to your life. Having that why will give you the motivation. We covered a lot in this episode covering from why we should be setting goals, how to set goals, make sure that they're realistic and motivating, breaking them all the way down to actionable steps roadblocks that could keep us from achieving those steps, why we're wanting to achieve this, how to reevaluate them, and when we should reevaluate them. Having goals is super important, especially to achieving that lifestyle that you want. You know, when you have those goals, it can seem a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit scary, like maybe you can't achieve them. But when you break it down, all the way down to the action steps that we talked about today, that makes it a little bit easier. It gives you more confidence and belief that you can achieve these goals. Make sure that you go download the guide, go through these steps, work on your goals. If you have health and fitness related goals and you're not sure where to start, I'm actually going to be offering free 30 minute coaching calls to help you achieve those goals. You can find all the information in that guidebook, the link to sign up for the calls, everything like that. So sign up for the 30 minute coaching call where we'll talk about your goals and I will help give you actionable steps to achieving that, that you can start working on right away. You guys, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Confident Health. I can't wait to see what we have in store next week. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Confident Health. If you love this episode, be sure to share with a friend. Just screenshot, post to Instagram, and tag me at Allie Williamson Fit. So be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss another episode. Chat soon.